Welcome to The Raise Podcast. I'm Carol Barwick. We're here to raise your confidence and inspire your creativity. Each episode, we will have a different guest who will be discussing our Raise word. The Raise word is a word that will encourage you or empower you and at times inspire you to explore the word a little more for yourself. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Raise podcast. We have looked at lots of different words. We've looked at impact. We've looked at listen. And today we're going to look at the word inspire. And I have been thoroughly inspired by our guest this morning. So please, can I welcome Anna Parker Naples? Good morning. Hi, Carol. Thank you for having me on the show. Excited to be here. Morning. So, Anna, I know you as the podcast queen um, and you have done so much for me in terms of giving me something to really reach towards and you have inspired me amazingly. But before we go into all that, what does the word inspire mean to you? I think that looking for inspiration and finding inspiration, something that inspires you, can drag you out of the most challenging situations. I think also there are many people in the world who can be of service by thinking about the journey they've led and who is perhaps lower down the mountain than they are. And I I think that's really what I see my work, which we'll talk about today, as doing. I see that I have had my own struggles, my own issues, my own problems, and I've come through them. And what I believe is that there are many of us, particularly in the podcasting space, who through this medium are able to inspire others to change their lives. And we're really talking to one person at a time. And I think when we can do that, when there are more of us leading the way for how you can make tiny changes to think better, behave better uh, for yourself, then we can change the world. Wow, that's powerful. I like what you said about um, it being one person at a time. Um, And a few episodes ago, talking about listen, and my guest was saying about how that the best DJs talk to the audience like it's just one person. And it feels so much more manageable when you're just thinking about that one person or that one step in the right direction. But Anna, you have taken millions of steps in so many different directions to get to where um, you are today. Can you tell us a little bit about some of the significant steps um, that have kind of brought you where you are? Well, the most significant step was the fact that I was told 11 years ago I'd never walk again. And now I'm fully recovered, leading a very active and able lifestyle. And that was because I... I knew I couldn't stay in the state that I was in. I knew I was so unhappy after a pregnancy complication and believing basically that my life was over. And even, even if I lived, what kind of life would it be if I couldn't really look after my own children? If I couldn't really be the kind of wife I wanted to be, we just got married and and I was an actor, a stage actor, very, a very energetic person. What really is my life if I can't do any of the things I thought I was? And so I went and got help and 
that help for me was going and seeing a hypnotherapist who actually was also an NLP practitioner, neuro-linguistic programming. And it was on the back of that conversation, that very first session that I had that began to change everything for me. And to kind of sum this up in a very short space of time, and obviously there's so much to this story, but within six years, I found myself at the top of a, a very niche profession on the red carpet in Hollywood for my seventh award, fully recovered and walking. And I had this kind of moment of, oh my goodness, if only people knew that they can change how they think and feel and behave, the world would be a much better place. So it was at that point, which is now five years ago, that I decided I was going to do something completely different. And I feel that at that moment, I I set a completely different trajectory for myself. Yeah. Um, and I know that through my own personal work that we've, we've reached millions of people and that's, that's very, very nice to know. Yeah. I mean, that is truly inspiring. Um, thinking about feeling like your kind of your life is pretty much over and you don't know how you're going to go forward to being on the red carpet and being at the, at the top of the the mountain as you say and and uh but but then it takes someone special to look out once you're on the top of the mountain and think right who might be needing to uh be helped up the mountain next because we we can all get up to the the top of certain mountains can't we we can all all get to where we want to be in life in some way and just have a good cheer and then go down again but actually to stand at the top and look out and um, kind of question how you're going to ask other people and help other people to get up to the top is amazing. I was just looking at um, the dictionary definition of the word inspire. um, And there's two definitions which I found really interesting. The Mm -hmm. first one was to fill someone with the urge or ability to do or feel something, especially to do something creative. But the second one is breathe in to and inspire to take breath wow I, i'd never thought of that before inspiration and, yeah and wow those two things together powerful so powerful and um it feels like when you were at the beginning of that journey that you talked about just breathing in was the hardest thing to do and yet just by kind of breathing in taking a breath taking a step back and asking yourself what you need and then going to the the NLP person and and letting them kind of shape how you were going to do life for a little while then led you to being able to fill someone else with the urge and ability to do something or feel something that's an amazing gift the inspired that whole thing about breathing Actually, that is life. What are we if we don't have breath? What are we if we aren't taking things in, taking in the potential to live? And actually, I think there's a kind of hybrid place that those two definitions meet. One of the things I know on your show today, given the topics that you cover, I I, I want to share with your listeners and maybe you, Carol, if you you maybe have come across their work before, but I'm a big fan of Julia Cameron, The Artist's Way. Oh, yes, I've done that. Yes. Okay. So this was actually the very first self-development book I came across, probably in my very early 20s. And it's a a kind of 12-week guide to 
living a more creative, more fulfilling, happier life. And one of the exercises she gets you to, to do on a daily basis is to do what she calls, what does she call the morning pages? Yeah. Where you stream of consciousness right so whatever comes into your head your head three pages until it's all on the paper before you start your day before you do anything else and that for me has been the rock in my life I know when I've not been doing my morning pages because I go a little bit loopy and when I come back to the page I find myself again I also find my creativity again and I also find the nuggets of self-belief again yeah um and for anyone listening to carol's show go and check that book out if you have any sense that you are an artist in some way and i don't necessarily mean putting you know the the paint to canvas whether you're an actor whether you're a writer whether you actually aren't those things in your everyday life but you could be you could be those things if only that thing hadn't been said to you if only that thing hadn't happened to you uh it's a really powerful book um, I've worked with Julia Cameron on a couple of courses and things in the past and she's she's now in her mid to late 70s but full full of amazing wisdom <laughs> that kind of crosses into spirituality as well but definitely about creativity I love that because w- what you've done is I always um kind of throw out a challenge to my listeners so we've already done that now which is fantastic um yeah the artist way is it's just a different way of thinking, isn't it? I liked um, one of the things that it asks you to do is take yourself out on dates, like mm-hmm. creative dates. And I loved that, that feeling of giving myself space to um, to just be. And again, what we're saying, just breathe, breathe in creativity and look at what's around. So thank you for, for sharing about that and the morning pages. And what we'll do is we'll put all these things, everything that we've talked about and all of um, Anna's details into the show notes so that you can uh, have a research around and um, find some of these things and be inspired um, for yourselves. Anna, uh, I wanted to take this opportunity, even though we're kind of in the middle, um, Mm -hmm. to thank you for inspiring me. Um, Listeners, you'll know that I Um, I've had long COVID for 18 months and I think I had got to a point where I really didn't know what Raise was going to look like anymore, what the business was going to look like. And I was actually doing um, a kind of a Christian version of Dragon's Den uh, and I didn't know what to pitch anymore. I kind of thought, "I, I don't know what I'm meant to be doing anymore. And I think it was the first time I did one of your challenges, Anna, and I started to wonder whether a podcast was possible and then I did a second one of your challenges and it became more and more real and by the third one I was totally inspired and excited and ready um, to launch what is something that I love I absolutely love podcasting I didn't know how much I would love it and I've become that person who I imagine you are as well, who is obsessed with podcasts and everybody knows that I do a podcast because I can't stop talking about it. So Think thank you. That, uh, th- thank you for sharing that. It um, When you put your work out into the world, whatever that is, you never know actually how that's touching lives, but your hope is that it is. Yeah. And I find it extremely rewarding whether someone has read my book, come into my challenge, joined my membership, worked with us in the agency, 
that they've then gone on and done something because actually people start a podcast because they either want to help other people or yeah. build some form of community which is also about helping people yeah, yeah. Uh, and that 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 is change and impact in itself um and like I say you never know how your message is going to affect people and sometimes we can hear similar messages on similar things there are lots of shows that talk about confidence and, and all sorts of creativity but sometimes by listening to one person's words in a particular way at a particular point in your juncture in your life can change everything and I do think that the audio audio only podcasts particularly kind of do that on steroids yeah like something very special about the listening nature yeah what what inspired you to look at podcasting because you talked about the red carpet and doing yeah. voiceovers and I know you've done an incredible amount of work using your voice and really enjoying that but what what kind of took you to podcasting and then on to wanting to share that with other people so I came the reason I was in Hollywood was because I was working as a voiceover artist and a voice actor. So I was working on audio books, Hollywood games, you know, the video games, really high profile stuff. A lot of it, I'm never allowed to actually say what I did because sure. it's non-disclosure. But yeah. I basically got to the top of that field and I'd learned everything from scratch. And the majority of the editing and, and the the audio side of it I had to really battle to learn it. It wasn't something that came naturally to me, but it was the thing that gave me hope that if I never walked again, if I could never travel again, if I could never be on stage again, I could feel as though I was using my talents. Yeah. I was an actor. I was a stage actor, not musicals. Yeah. It was always about the words, always about the words <laughs> and the sound of the voice, actually. Yeah. So it gave me hope in the first instance then I thought I was leaving that space because I wanted to get my message out there. And I literally had this moment of this is what I'm supposed to do. This is why I've been through the horrendous thing I've been through because I want to show others. And I knew my story had something quite compelling in it. I also knew I had, I had the innate skills to get this message out there somehow, whatever that looked like. And I thought at the time that that would be, Maybe being a coach, wasn't really thinking about that, but being on stages, being a speaker and definitely being a, a, a multi-book author. And as I came into the kind of um, online field, really, to raise my profile, I had an understanding of building a personal brand. I realized I didn't know how to do it in the online space. But somebody happened to say, well, why don't you start a podcast? So I kind of went, yeah, OK. And because <laughs> I had a recording studio at home, I had... I had actually recorded it and put it out on Apple within about four hours. Wow. But I didn't know how to use it for my business. I didn't really know how to use it to reach the people I wanted to reach. Yeah. So whilst it was out there and I was still really proud of it, it wasn't having the impact that I was seeing some of the big podcasters have. And I'm a really competitive person. If I go into a field, there's a strong chance I'm going to try and position myself at the top rather than sort of faff about at the bottom. Yeah. So I, I decided that I would basically, well, even though my podcast was already out there, I would go back and learn why are these people's shows working really well? Their audio is no better than mine. So what am I missing? And at the same time, I was on this enormous journey of 
how you use the online space for good, how you use it to get your message out there, how you become known, how you get connections and referrals, how you get those speaking opportunities. And bit by bit, people, as I'm sharing my story, people would come to me and say, oh, Anna, I'm having trouble with my podcast or I want to sort my podcast or I've had a problem with the audio. And I would just fix it. I'd tell them how to fix it or give them advice on it because it was second nature. And actually for me, I, in the back of my head, in a few years time, I might teach someone how to podcast, but I I never want to teach something if I don't feel as though I really know it and I can really be the proof of of what's possible. And I sat in my parents' garden just about to go on my summer holiday and I'd ordered all of these books about podcasting. So that eventually, if I decide to teach, I kind of know. And one of the books was so bad that I literally said out loud to my parents, this is the worst $11.99 I've ever spent. And why isn't someone teaching people how to do this properly? They're not telling them about the audio and they're not telling them how to do it to actually reach the right people and how to do it to support their business. And it was literally at that moment, the penny dropped. And within 48 hours, I had got eight people signed up to do a course with me. I had made the commitment that I was going to write that book. And in fact, as we're recording, it's actually a copy of it is sitting behind me. Yes, yeah. Now called Podcast (laughs) Podcast with Impact. Yeah, got that. And (laughs) yeah, that everything happened very, very quickly. And once I delivered the course, I was actually then launching my second podcast, which was called Entrepreneurs Get Visible. Yeah because I wanted to demonstrate all the things I had read and studied and learned about and actually put them into practice rather than just be that person who says, if you did it this way, it would work. I actually wanted to prove it worked because I did. And I was one of the first kind of entrepreneurial people in the UK who didn't have masses of followers to get a top charting show in the UK. And it was amazing seeing myself up there alongside people like Tony Robbins and Marie Forleo and Amy Porterfield and, Jay Shetty and amazing, amazing people. And there was me. And that kind of really put me on the map. And as a result of that, my first book, Get Visible, became a bestseller. And uh, the idea was just born. Like I could work, I I knew because of my audio background that I could really make this space work for me, that I could be that go-to person legitimately because I now had a really successful show and I have an incredible audio background. And I wasn't seeing that. A lot of people were starting to teach podcasting because it was a business opportunity. And why wouldn't they take that? But they didn't have the background or the successful show that I did. So it's kind of just grown from there, really. I don't know about you, but I am so inspired by all that Anna is saying. If you're looking for inspiration for Christmas presents this year, look no further. You can book with me to do six singing sessions for just £100. To find out more, go to www.raiseforall.com or find me on the socials. Back to the episode. That's so exciting. The thing is that um, what I love is that you said you bought these books and so many people do that, don't they? They get excited and they buy lots of books and, uh, and they might read a bit and then they just sit there and nothing happens. But my experience of you is that you are constantly creating seeing a need and then creating something and putting it out there and making it successful but then not resting on your laurels you then do the next thing and the next thing and that is incredibly inspiring to watch because 
I know that probably I am the person that's I don't know if I'm faffing around at the bottom of the mountain, but I'm definitely at the bottom of the mountain and struggle when I when I look at the top, it it it's not something that I aspire to being at the top. I think for me what I want to do is look at the other people at the bottom and kind of help them and maybe do a little bit of the climbing. So mm. I think what I love about you is you are at the top and you can see it all. You can see all the different people and look at different needs and things like that. And um, yeah, maybe maybe one day I will aspire to kind of be that multi-million pound um, entrepreneur. But I just there's know always, that I got there's it. always a higher mountain to climb. Absolutely. That's the thing that I've learned. Always, yeah. always, yeah. always. And we need we need people who are a few steps ahead of the people right at yeah. the bottom. Yeah. And actually some of the people don't even realize there's a mountain right now because yeah. they're still stuck in the swamp. Uh, and there's, you know, there's got to be the person who's just just gone through it, who's just done it. Yeah. In all, because otherwise it's unachievable. So if I can help those people a little bit under me, who help a little bit, and I, I do see it as that, that kind of ripple effect, but also yeah. how do we give people the bunk up over the wall? How do we, when they're struggling, when they can't stand, how do we, how do we pull them up? And I, I literally believe that we can change the world by, by educating, motivating and inspiring people. Yeah, absolutely. Agreed. Yeah. So um, what and what's fascinating now is that even even now I could go and listen to a podcast. In fact, I have just recently listened to a podcast that I wouldn't normally listen to. And I've listened to it for whatever reason. It's come into my life. Someone's recommended it or I'm going through some personal stuff and I can listen to a podcast while I'm out on a dog walk. And it can. There's something about the message in that for me that can literally stop me in my tracks make me just have that moment of okay now something needs to change or yeah. I recognize myself in that and maybe that's a bit painful but that's something I have to notice uh and I think what because of the audio only experience we have that on as I said on steroids we have we're so tuned in to what people are saying we're resonating with their not just their words but their the timbre, the storytelling element, the pitch, the tone. We know when someone's being genuine and when they're not. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I love the idea. I did have someone um, get in touch with me and say, I was just out running and uh, you were taught, I think I was doing the the poem about the, the voice and about rising and uh, there was a hill in front of her and she said, I'd never been so inspired to run up the hill as I was when I was listening to your podcast. And uh, I don't think we realise quite what an impact we can have on people mm -hmm. when they're just going about their everyday lives. So many people listen to podcasts when they're doing housework and things like that, don't they? And they're having these little nuggets of life-changing um, kind of conversation come into their lives while they're ironing or putting the yeah. washing out. Or <laughs> Amazing. And that's working on a subconscious level as well. The bits they think that they've not really heard, they still yeah. heard it. And it's really powerful in that respect. Um, and you're actually making me think as you're talking about your poem that you you, you say you do a poem on, on each of the episodes. Yeah. My first book, Get Visible, is very much about that journey to see yourself, to see your own creativity. Yeah. And I do talk about that from a, a money point of view what's possible for you if you let that in if you recognize your talents and I think what happens 
to us at a really young age is we we crush our own dreams by things that have happened to ourselves and we start to believe things about ourselves. So for me, for example, I used to believe that I could not ever write and I used to write my own newspapers, my own magazine articles. I used to write stories. But when I was seven or eight, I went on a brownie camp and I was writing for the the brownie camp newspaper. I was so excited about it. And I got this stack of papers I was going to post home to my mum. I must have only (laughs) been away for a a couple of nights, but in my heart, it was about a month. (laughs) But there's no way it was that time. And I'd written an article about air rifle shooting, which had been the activity that I was assigned as the journalist to write about. And it had been printed and I was so proud. And the guy who had been, he must have been 16, maybe 17, but he was an adult he walks into the newsroom, which was actually their kind of common room, youth helper hangout room, and picked up a copy, not knowing I'd written it, not knowing I was there. I'm there typing away for the next article the following day on an old fashioned typewriter. And mm-hmm. he picked it up and he said, who wrote this rubbish? Whoever it is should never be allowed to write again. Because what I'd done was I'd said that his instruction was really boring, but it was fun once he stopped talking and we got to do the air rifle shooting. Oh, no. (laughs) I was was quite correct in what I said, Mm -hmm. but I was seven or eight and he was a man. And I can remember that feeling of shame rising up my face, as I think any creative has had when their work has been criticised or belittled or ignored. Yeah. And what's those stories we tell ourselves? So my story used to be I can never be a writer. And even though I did English, I went on to English A-level and I did English li- uh, literature at university, I wasn't the writer, I was the critic. Okay. And the really powerful shift when I, when I realised standing there in Hollywood that actually my words matter too. My yeah. words matter as well. And I can be a writer it was such a powerful journey. And really that's what my, when my first book get visible came out, actually, it was such a powerful moment of actually this, this has happened. This you, you can achieve when you see your own potential, when you stop listening to all the negative voices that have been around you and that you're carrying as a result of what's happened to you, you can do anything. Uh, And, and really that's, that's, that's entirely what I'm doing when I'm helping people with their podcast, when I'm writing a book, I'm just letting people remember that they are possible, that they are allowed to be creative, whatever creativity looks like. So right now I'm not focused on, on writing for creativity sake, should we say, but my creativity, we're throwing ourselves into building a new element of the business right now. That's creativity. That's trusting and believing in my own ability to create and manifest for whatever I put myself into. And I believe that when we all do that, the world will be a better place. There'll be less unhappy people, less depressed people, less people doing jobs that they hate. And more more people's innate talents will come to the fore. We're all gifted at something. We're all gifted at many things. We just don't see it. Yeah, absolutely. And I love what you said about... um the creativity being not not maybe creating for the creativity's sake but to um kind of it's conflict resolution and and that kind of thing isn't it it's solving problems people don't realize that about creativity so many people think that creativity is um 
as you said earlier on paint on paper yeah, or poem but it's or something a soft like skill. that it absolutely isn't. it is it's a soft skill but it's incredibly powerful yeah. because you are literally bringing something into being aren't you and again going back to inspire filling someone with the urge or the ability to do or feel something that feels incredibly big that's a big powerful thing to do isn't it it's not a it's not a kind of a little throwaway oh and by the way <laughs> on my podcast the one of the phrases that well, the the key phrase that we use over and over again is anything's possible when you get visible yeah now from a business perspective because often i'm helping entrepreneurs and emerging entrepreneurial leaders or mindset leaders or however they see themselves but actually it's not just about how you put yourself out there it's much more that get visible pieces what happens if you see yourself and your own potential because mm -hmm. then anything is possible yeah, you can yeah, change yeah. anything about your current situation yeah. no matter how far away making that change feels if you believe in yourself a little bit every day and take action to create a better future wow Anna, this has been fantastic. We talked um, about me doing a poem and actually um, I, I wrote the poem before we came on air today and I think that will be significant as I read it. Um, so I'm going to read it now and I don't have, I, normally I say, I'm just gonna take a breath because I have to kind of try and work out <laughs> what I'm gonna say, but I don't today, so. Inspire, create. A feeling grows, a voice that everybody knows. Speak out, breathe in your truth, your dreams. Encourage others, give them the means, give them the wings, give them the flight and watch them soar and climb the sky. Your words do that and so much more. Oh, beautiful. Actually, Carol, can I ask a favour? You could yes. say no. When I wrote Get Visible, I actually wrote a poem. And I've never, other than in my audiobook, I've never done it out loud. So would you mind if I read it on oh, your yes, show today? Oh, yes, absolutely. Yes, please. Let me find the page, just a moment. So. It's calling you. You hear it. The whisper in your heart the echo through your being, the pull from deep within your belly. You are meant for more. The place you have been hiding, seeking safety from the pain, that dark corner in the cupboard under the stairs, cramped and tight, felt comfortable for a while, familiar. It's not where you were born to live. You are meant for more. You lift your head and see the light spills through the cracks around the door frame. You look closely and realise the door is ajar. It is open, waiting for you to be brave enough to walk through. It always has been. You were meant for more. A strong, loud, silent voice nudges you. Now is the time. You have everything you need. Come out of the dark. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, what a brilliant way to uh, bring our podcast episode to a close. Um, Anna, thank you so much. Thank you for your um, 
challenging words today. Listeners, you were meant for more. So uh, if you want to get in touch with Anna and talk about how that looks from a podcasting point of view, or if you want to get in touch with me and talk about how I can help you with your confidence, then uh, we are both here. I will put all the details in the show notes. Anna, is there anything else that you want to say to um, our listeners before we finish? Just if you think that life isn't quite how it's supposed to be, take steps to do something about it. And often when I go on podcasts, I say, come and listen to my own show. But I'm actually going to say, maybe go and get a copy of my book, Get Visible, or my audiobook version of Get Visible. And just see if it speaks to you, because maybe it's time to wake up parts of you that have lain dormant for a long time. Exciting. Anna, thank you so much for everything that you've said today. And I look forward to seeing you on Facebook and social media and find out what you're up to next. Great. Thank you so much for having me. A final thought from Seb. Let God and others be our inspiration. Thank you for listening to The Raised Podcast. We hope you feel raised and inspired by this episode. Whilst we're not offering face-to-face classes currently, we are doing online singing lessons where you can have your voice raised as well as your confidence. If you would like to find out more, please visit our website at www.raiseforall.com or find us on social media on either our Facebook or Instagram page. Take care.